This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome in to episode 15 and wait just a second. It is not beyond basic anymore. We have changed our podcast name to Press Pass. So welcome in to Press Pass. This is our new name. We've got a new look. And guess what? The same old us, though. It's Kayla Anderson with your co-host, Gabriella DiGiovanni. Uh, Ella, is this exciting or what? I'm so excited. It's I've been saying it over and over out loud to myself just to get used yeah. to it. I got so used to saying beyond basic, but you know, out with the old and with the new, right? I'm I'm very, very, very excited. Exactly. When we started this, I mean, this was what back five months ago or so. When I mean, we, started, we talked about it since the summertime. We did. So. We we talked about it for the since the summer, but you know, we just were. It took us so long to kind of get stuff together because let's be real, Ella, we're when it comes to tech savvy people, that's probably not the, the, the top of our list. You're lucky uh, I can turn my phone on. Like, right. But we, we found a way to do it and we started this from the ground up and um, it's just nice to, to be stepping in another direction and taking a step up. And I think that this is a good move. We're, we joined the uh, Blue Wire Sports Podcasting Company. So we're very fortunate to be partnering up with them. Go check out some of their other podcasts, you guys, if you like sports. They've oh my gosh, they have some stuff. great podcasts. Yeah, yeah. a lot of the podcasts too, if you get really into it, they have, I was looking online last night, they have great merch, like t-shirts you can buy if yeah. you become a huge fan of one of their podcasts. They're all there right on their website. It's bluewirepod.com. So definitely check it out. We we are so, so fortunate to join their crew and really get the ball, ball rolling here. And, you know, we're going to be doing obviously the same stuff. Our format's going to be the same, but just a reason why we decided to change the name, because we actually talked about this extensively before deciding to change the name, because we did really love Beyond Basic, because we do go beyond the X's and O's and get to know our guests. But we we decided to keep the, the format the same, because we bring in unique guests each and every week, as you guys have seen and listened to, but we wanted just a little bit more of a name that described what we're doing. And Press Pass, in my opinion, gives you that pass into things that, you know, other people don't have passes into. And so. Right, yeah. right. An exclusive behind the scenes kind of feel. Because when we, in our job, when we cover games, you're given a Press Pass, a credential to go beyond those lines that a fan can't to then deliver the fans that that behind the scenes access that we have available to us. Yeah. So that's why we changed the name and that's everything behind us doing a new look. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. Nothing else is going to change when it comes to what we're doing here. It's just Ella and I, and we're talking sports and we're getting in some really good guests (laughs) and everything else will be the same, but we do want to talk a little bit 
about something different today. We are, we're trying to mix it up a little bit. And as much as we love our, our sports, which include hockey and baseball and football, we wanted to kind of branch out a little bit more. And so this was a guest that we decided when we launched this new name and the new look that we would bring in somebody who I think almost everybody in the country knows. And if not, they probably should know, right, Ella? The country, I think the world. Yeah, let's be honest, honest, the world. Exactly. Um, This is somebody who has been in several Olympics, has really brought popularity to her sport since being so successful. And Ella, is there any other hints you could give us? What what do you think, like, what what do you... (sighs) want the people to get out of this guest because it's it's a pretty it's a pretty cool unique person I would say absolutely so unique I so she participates in the summer games I guess we can give that away and okay the summer olympics were always my favorite growing up and so I think the craziest thing even just about doing this podcast in general this experience so far has been having some of these people on the show that I grew up watching. And mm-hmm. this is one of those those moments. I grew up watching this woman dominate the Olympics for several dominate. years. Dominate. I mean, she would go yes. off and have kids and come back four years later and look and play incredible. Yeah, still have a six pack. I don't know how she did it. Yeah. Any, anyone who can put on a bikini in front of the whole world after having three kids, you're a superhero. I mean, Amen that, that is very impressive. That is very impressive. But um, we're so excited to welcome her in. Kayla, should we just should we just take it away? Okay, well, we are excited to bring in our next big guest. She is an American professional beach volleyball player, a three-time Olympic gold medalist and Olympic bronze medalist, a proud mother and wife. Please welcome in Carrie Walsh Jennings. Thank you, darling. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, I want to take you back a little bit. You're from California. How early did your love for the game of volleyball begin, and how did that kind of guide you then into college and a career at Stanford? Um, goodness, this is going way, way back. <laughs> um, I just turned 40, and I I distinctly remember I was 10 years old in the fifth grade. Uh, the school year had just begun, and volleyball was offered as a first sport in the fall. And all my best friends were playing. My mom was going to help coach, and I signed up. And literally day one, the fall of my fifth grade year, I fell in love with volleyball. And it just has never stopped for me. You know, I mm-hmm. I played on, I had a, just, I had a lot of fun in grammar school. And then I went to a high school that was pretty prestigious with regard to sports and academics. But, you know, I was just an athlete through and through. And um, I was always, I've always been surrounded by by really great athletes and really focused people who always wanted to get to the next level. And so my career in high school was awesome. We kicked a lot of butt, had a lot of fun. I grew a lot. Um, I kind of learned time management and how to you know, do grades and athletics. Um, and that served me well for when I got to Stanford, which obviously if you're not getting the grades, you're not gonna be able to play. So every step of my career, I've just, I've just been so focused on where I'm at and trying to get the best out of myself, whether I was that 10-year-old or the 14-year-old or the 22 or 21-year-old and you know, as a college senior, um, it just keeps leading me to the next step. 
Carrie, your career at Stanford was pretty remarkable. Selected as a first-team All-American four years in a row, the Cardinal won four Pac-10 titles and three times reached the NCAA Final Four. How much did your success in college prepare you for your professional career? Well, you know, I really do believe that winning is a habit. <laughs> and I've just, I've been so lucky to be on winning teams with a winning mindset and a winning culture. And Stanford was certainly all of that and then some. Um, not even just on the court, obviously, where you're shown by amazing athletes who are there to win, period. They're there for excellence. And every single day, you weren't allowed to slack off. And if you did, you were held accountable and you were called out in a really professional way. You know, it's like, let's focus on why we're here. So at Stanford, the beauty of Stanford is that everyone, if you're an athlete, you're so focused and so all in, but also you have to be, you have to be well-rounded and you have to have your SHIT in, in order, yeah. you know, to, to get through those four years because it's, it's gnarly, you know, it's so doable and you're so supported, but you have to be focused. You have to prioritize. And so my time at Stanford, um, really taught me to, I, to lean on my resources. It taught me to get focused, to prioritize, and just to kind of be where I'm at. Because if I was kind of all over the place, I wouldn't have been able to handle the load that I was carrying. But to be surrounded by people who want to kick butt in all areas of life, that has definitely inspired me as I've carried on. And you said you're just, you know, you were around that winning culture all the time. So your professional beach volleyball career then begins on the U.S. AVP Tour, internationally on the FIVB World Tour. And you end up partnering up with Misty May Trainer, forming the most successful beach pairing in AVP history. How did you guys come together then again to be the most winning pair? Oh man. Well, it was, for me, it was such a dream come true. You know, Missy and I are just a year apart. She's a year older than me. And growing up, she was that athlete who I would just always find time to find her at a tournament or mm -hmm. to watch her. She was, she was Michael Jordan to me. And <laughs> awesome. so it, yeah, she, and she was so unassuming and she just, she was so stoic. And I was like, she's like the total opposite of me. And I was so intrigued. <laughs> and one of the piece of advice that my dad has always given me and reminds me of, he's like, if you want to be the best, watch the best watch them compete, watch them train, you know, watch how they interact. And so I studied Misty. Um, just like when I go to, you know, Warriors games now, I study Curry and Clay, and, you know, I, I watch them. It's so fun. And so Misty was that person. So we both were in the Sydney Olympics in 2000. I was indoor, she was beach. Our parents just got to talking at the AT&T kind of family center. And they said, hey, you know, Misty's going to be looking for a change on the beach. You know, what's Carrie doing? And my parents were like, well, Carrie doesn't know what she's doing. She doesn't want to go overseas. Let's get them together. And we had a tryout. And that tryout just absolutely changed my life. We had kind of instant synergy, instant chemistry. Wow. We were both just athletes. You know, Misty grew up in the game. I was as green as can be, but have a lot of heart. And, you know, I'm, I'm pretty athletic. And um, I think she felt something. I know I felt something. And we gave it a go. Well, that success certainly continued into your Olympic appearances. As Kayla mentioned, you're a three-time gold medalist, adding a bronze medal in there as well. What was your favorite Olympic appearance? And what was it like to be a part of something like this, competing against the best in the world on the biggest stage in the world? Man, you know, it's just words will never suffice, ever, ever, ever. And I want to say my best Olympic experience is yet to come. Since we're talking about Misty and I, it's kind of a tie between our first and our third because there's nothing like the first, you know. And in Athens, we were literally two just, we felt like two little girls, like destiny, like living out our destinies, having so much fun, kind of 
I was certainly ignorant of the the magnitude of everything. I was just there to play, you know, and it just, it felt like another tournament to me with a little bit more dressing around it. And we dominated and it was, it didn't feel, it wasn't effortless because there were plenty of nerves and stress and, and fights and great competition, but it just felt so smooth the whole way through. And then fast forward to our third Olympic run together um, in London, you know, I knew Misty was retiring. So there was just so much love and emotion and, oh my gosh, we're here. It's been 10 years. I had my two boys at the time. So I was competing as a mommy and, you know, just that whole bit. And it was, it was just the, it was the fairy tale ending that I felt that we deserved, that we worked our butts off for. And I was just so proud of that. So I think the first and the third are, are very equal in my mind. Well, you're a world-class athlete, and to add to it, like you mentioned, you're a proud mother, showing many pros that, hey, you can juggle both a career and being a parent. So what is your key to juggling that all? The key is just it's it's what I want. You know, when I want something in life, I do what it takes to get it done. And outside of that mindset and that love for what I'm doing, um, I am supported. You know, I hit the jackpot with regard to my husband, and he is the ultimate team player, the ultimate daddy, the ultimate partner. You know, he stepped back in his professional career. He was on the FIVB World Tour as well. And once we had right. our kids and I, you know, was going to another Olympics um, in London, he just, he started to pull back, you know, and said, like, I'm going to I'm gonna focus on our, our family. I'm still going to compete domestically and, you know, be as great as I can be, but you do this and we're all, we're in your corner. It's truly amazing. It takes a man to do that. So without my husband and my children who are such cruisers and who want me to win and they feel like, they feel like they're on my team and they are on my team, you know? And, um, so I'm just very supported in that way, let alone my, my parents and my siblings and my, my extended family and friends who, you know, I, I could be the worst you know, have the worst performance in the world and I still am loved. And it's like, it's impossible for me to fail because I'm so unconditionally loved in my life. And that makes me, you know, willing and able to tackle these big dreams. Yeah. You're compared to like superwoman. I swear. Like I would compare you to superwoman. <laughs> well, life. that would be a little <laughs> bit ignorant, but thank you. Um, no, you know, so well, superwoman must've had a, like a rad army behind her because you sure. know, it's, it's none, none of this is done in isolation I've said this before. And I'll say it, once we win, you know, once we do great in Tokyo and win a medal with Brooke and I, it's the loneliest thing about winning a medal um, at the Olympics is that your your crew isn't up there with you, yeah. you know, and I it would just be, I would be lying if I didn't give credit to the people behind me and alongside me and holding hands with me, even when I'm the only one on the court with my partner, you know, it just, it takes so much and that's the joy of it for me. You know, when I'm training five days a week and I have my trainers, they're, they have become my best friends. You know, I'm surrounded by people who just believe in me, who make me better, who, you know, call me out. Like, it's just, it's a beautiful environment that I've, I'm, I'm in, that I've had a great part in creating in my life, and um, I do not take it for granted. Well, speaking of Tokyo, you announced that you will end your Olympic career going for one more gold at the Olympic Games coming up in 2020. Is anything different for you going into this one? What's the training been like and, and kind of the mindset knowing it will be your last appearance? A, I'm so excited. Like I just, I'm so, you know, I can do anything for two years. <laughs> you know, I can, <laughs> sure. I can suck it up and go through all the trials. And, and that's what, how I look at this. This is just a short term thing that I'm going for. And I feel like if I can live every day and live every experience just to milk it and get the best out of it, then the results in Tokyo will take care of itself. Um, the only thing that's really different, aside from a new partner, Brooke Sweat, who is an incredible human being, she is an incredible, just she's a baller. You know, she's little, but she's mighty. 
and she loves it so much. I really appreciate playing with her. Um, the only difference outside of that is that we're starting from the bottom of the totem pole. You know, usually I start an Olympic quad and I, you know, the number one team in USA, one of the, one of the top teams in the world. And um, Brooke is coming off of shoulder surgery last year, so she lost a ton of points. I had a couple surgeries and lost points and had a terrible year last year with regard to finishes. So we're at the bottom and we need to work our way up. So having that stress or pressure or whatever, which allows us to focus more on, a, on our backs is a little bit new, but um, we're in this to, to do it. That's amazing. And I, I love that having that extra little fight because it, it never comes easy, you know, even for those that are successful. And you had mentioned, you know, all you know is winning. And sometimes it takes extra work to get there. So I appreciate your honesty with that, too. Now, Carrie, you do a lot of stuff for the sport of volleyball. In 2018, the inaugural P1440 event series was launched, showcasing the best in women's and men's beach volleyball from around the globe. Tell us about that project. Oh, man. Well, Platform 1440 is something that's so near and dear to my heart. And Casey and I, my husband and I, we, we have been given the whole world, literally, because of the sport of mm -hmm. volleyball. And we want to give back what we can. And we had a falling out with the AVP, the domestic tour, a couple years ago. And we were just in disagreement with where the sport was going and, and sure. how things were being run. And so instead of complaining about it continuously, which we had been for a couple years, we're like, okay, let's, you know, God bless them. Let them do what they're going to do. We're going to, we're going to create what we believe can kick butt in this world. You know, I believe in abundance mindset. I think there's enough for everyone. And I, we just wanted to create this beautiful property. So we are half a technology platform, uh, which is a resource center where we can train kids, you know, ex-athlete, current athletes, youth athletes, um, body, mind, and spirit. And then we are also an event series where our experts show up on site and they teach you guided meditations. They teach you, you know, high intensity interval trainings. Um, we have live podcast sessions all going on. We have live music all going alongside a professional beach volleyball tournament. And so the whole concept was we wanted to bring net new eyeballs to the game. And it's like, okay, we don't want to just be another volleyball property. How can we bring new people and engage them with our sport without them knowing about it? So we're like, okay, let's bring in mindfulness, you know, let's bring in health and wellness and physical fitness. Sure. You know, all the self-help, you know, trend is so big right now and, and being fit and healthy is never going to go out of style. And so we are, we've, we've brought, we've bottled that up. And it's, again, it's on our app, P1440, and it's uh, P1440.com. And then when you show up to our events, that's where you get to actually experience things. And I love books, but, you know, words don't teach. Experience teaches. And so that's why our events are so, so amazing. They're great for families. They're great for singles. At any age, you're going you're gonna to take away something. You're for sure going to leave inspired. I think it's so cool to even hear the passion in your voice talking about this because I feel like me too. athletes at your level who have reached so much success, I think people, I don't want to say pigeonhole them as an athlete and that's all you do, but there's so much more to you and so much more that you can offer and so much more you're going to offer long after your career is over. Oh, 100%. Thank you for saying that. You know, and if you look at the modern day athlete, like we are literally reading stoic philosophy. We are our own nutritionists. We, you know, we have <laughs> been in the gauntlet for 20 years being trained. You know, we have this inherent wisdom because we've lived so much. And, it, and you see, you know, so many um, celebrities and athletes these days giving their, their wisdom, you know, via these different properties. And this is just the way that Casey and I and our partners, the Mace family are doing it. You know, the best, one of the best gifts that I've been giving in my career is just access to the best experts in the world. 
And so what a gift for us to be able to say, hey, we have the best in the world. We vetted them. <laughs> they vet themselves. Right. You know, they've been weeded out. Right. Here, come have access to Brian McKenzie, who will teach you, you know, performance breath work. Like it's just, it's there these little things that can really make a difference in your life, whether you're an athlete, whether you're a CEO wanting to calm your anxiety or reduce your stress, whatever it is, we have some tools that'll help you live a better life. And it's really fun. And as you can hear in my voice, I love it. And, um, you know, our kids, our kids come to our events, whereas before yeah. they'd be like, guys, we don't want to go to the beach. Can we leave? <laughs> and we're like, what are you talking about? We're at the beach. But now they come to a P1440 event and they literally do not want to leave. And that to me says so much because they're engaged 100%. You know, and if the kids are engaged and we're planting these seeds of these little ones at an early age, you know, it'll probably grow into something beautiful as they grow up. Yep. And that's what it's all about now. It's getting the youth to believe in themselves, to get out there, to be active, to do good in the world. Because I think right now we're in a time where there's a lot of bad things around. And so I think what you're doing and getting these kids involved in things like this and building a community is absolutely wonderful. So great job, Carrie. Thank you. Yeah. You know, and, and there are, there are bad things going around, but I know like this is the best time in the world that's ever seen. There's so much good out there, you know, and, and we don't want to, we, we kind of want to just encourage people to focus on the good. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. we're all stuck to our phones. We're all in social media landscape and it's like, we have choices of what we put our attention on. So choose good. You know, be curious and go go down these rabbit holes um, of amazing, inspiring people. Don't be seduced by the crap. You know, the noise right. and the anger and the hatred in the world is so loud, but it's so few, I believe, compared to the goodness. It's so true. Well, besides P1440, is there anything else on the horizon? What should we expect to see from Carrie Walsh Jennings after Tokyo? Oh, well, greatness every day on the way to Tokyo <laughs> and in Tokyo, ideally. You know, after my, my heart, I'm all in with 1440. Um, you know, I want to make this a sustainable kick-ass business that helps the athletes for this generation and generations to come. Um, so I'm in that for as long as they want me around, to be honest with you. And then I just can't, I want to live an inspired life. I want to be close to my family. I want to travel the world. You know, I kind of want my save, same life. <laughs> after I'm, right. after right. I'm yeah. done competing. You know, one of my biggest role models in the world is Gabrielle Reese. Oh, and her, her. her marriage with Laird Hamilton and the way they've created their lives is something that I don't want to copy. I want to make my own. But I'm just so yeah. inspired by them because they're so connected to their children, to their community. They do a ton of service. They do really fun, amazing things. And every day they wake up inspired. And that's literally um, what I want to do alongside my husband and the community that we're, we're creating with 1440 and our family. Carrie, where can everybody go to follow you on social media? Because you've got so many cool things that you do. I mean, you post a lot of different things. And of course, if you love volleyball, follow her. But she's just a great person in general. So where can the people go to follow you? That's so nice. And if you do follow, please forgive me if I'm obnoxious with my children or anything else. I, <laughs> I love help it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're the best part of me, so I have to show them off. Um, at Carrie Lee Walsh, I think across all platforms. And then if, if everyone can do me a favor and follow uh, at platform 1440 yes. um that would be huge for us you know we need to grow our numbers and once you once you check out what we're doing like you literally fall in love and just a reference to 1440 um there are only 1440 minutes in the day ah so that's where we got that oh, number so and cool. casey and i were actually kind of in a marriage counseling type session and one of his biggest gripes is like carrie you give everyone outside of the home like your energy and, and your time and you come home and you're depleted like and our psychologist he's like carrie you're you guys are worried about your 14 
1440. We're like, what the hell is that? And he's like, that's that's how many minutes you get in a day. And it sounds like you're wow. not taking, right. And it sounds like you're not taking care of them. And it was it smacked us both in the face. We both wear necklaces now that say 1440. Like that is so cool. Isn't it cool? It's so powerful. Yes. It's not I got new. Me too. <laughs> so, so if you're mindful of your time and Mike Gervais, who everyone should follow him on Finding Mastery, he always says, be where your feet are. So if you can be in the present moment, if you can live your minutes with purpose, you're going to have a kick-ass life. Even the hardest moments, if you can be there and like you chose to be there, you're going to get through them, you know? Um, but if you try to avoid and if you're just distracted and thinking about the past or the future, you're kind of screwed or you're in the tough times longer. So 1440, you know, we want to inspire people to live in the moment, to live on purpose and to have a ton of fun. That's awesome. I, Carrie, we really appreciate you coming on because I know you are yeah, a busy are woman. Wonderful. So we we appreciate you taking the time. We wanted to have you on here. So we're just excited to, to get you in. I thought it was even funny when we heard you coming towards the computer. You told a kid, yeah. one of your kids, <laughs> I'm doing an interview. Mommy's doing an interview. So just be quiet for a few minutes. <laughs> I know. They did so good. They did my great. kids are they ridiculous. And my daughter, my daughter Scout just walked in here. Um, hi, no, Scout. No, it's such a, <laughs> I know. Carrie, do you want to say hi? Can you say hi? Hi, Scout. Hi, Scout. Hi. hi. <laughs> She's quiet as a <laughs> Um No, but thank you guys so much. And Kayla, thank you for your persistence because I'm all over the place. Absolutely. Hey, it's it's what we do. It's what you do. We understand how busy you are. So we just appreciate you taking the time, Carrie. Thank you. We'll be rooting for you next summer. So when I said this woman is a superhero I meant it because <laughs> Carrie Walsh Jennings I had the pleasure of meeting her actually a few years ago they were doing the NCAA um, women's volleyball tournament in Columbus remember that Ella yes yes yeah. that was that was really cool that was awesome and it, of course the event sold out because Columbus represents when sports come into town but she was actually mm -hmm. somebody who came in and spoke with some of the college athletes she spoke to a lot of the Ohio State girls and I got to meet her and I got to do a sit down with her. And I was in, I was just fascinated with her right away. I was fascinated with her professionalism, with how she carries herself yes. and just with yeah. how competitive she is just being a person. I mean, you and I are like that. So yes. I think I really clicked right away with her. And so to bring her into the podcast, I'm so glad she came on because she is awesome. I mean, just her success aside, so genuine, so honest. I feel like an athlete of her caliber to sit and just say, oh, you know, my husband and I were in marriage counseling and blah, blah, blah. Right. I mean, she just said it so candidly and it was just so normal because she is just a normal person that deals with normal people things. And she's been on the world's biggest stage. She has represented our country in the, on the world's biggest stage. And yet she's you know, telling her kid in the background, like, be quiet real quick while mommy has an interview. I mean, right. she just was so genuine. And, and to hear her story, especially, again, an athlete of her caliber, you look at them just, you know, on that podium with a gold medal. And when you hear her tell sure. her story, it's so interesting to, to listen to someone who, it's not like she was five and knew she was going to be an Olympic gold medalist you know she just took her journey yeah. like anybody else takes their journey and went through the trials and the errors and you know she tells the story of meeting Missy Mae Trainer and all those things like you hear her story unfold and it sounds so normal and natural and then she goes and yeah. is one of the most dominant beach volleyball players in the world 
and you spoke about her being so candid and honest. I think they're, it's hard sometimes because athletes, um, you know, they put themselves out there in the world that they're there for everyone to be seen. Everyone follows everything. Um, everybody has an opinion about what they're doing or what they're not doing. And she seems to be an athlete that just doesn't care no. what you think about her. She's no. going to be Carrie Walsh Jennings. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. If you do, which most people do. Yeah, how can you not um, like it, right? <laughs> yeah. And she said even what I thought was really cool, Ella, because she said that she still has her best to play in, in this upcoming Olympics. Crazy. In 2020 Summer it's Olympics, crazy. Right? Yes. And even though her and her partner have been through some trials and tribulations in the, in preparing for this Olympics, she never once used that as an excuse. She said, this is going to be my best Olympics. So to have that, I mean, she puts that positive energy out and there. the confidence, nothing but the best. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it's a, it's a humble I mean, confidence. Is that like an oxymoron? Like it's a, no, it's a very no, honest, unassuming confidence, you know? I mean, yeah. she, she just really, really blew me away. And, and what I really enjoyed the most is our conversation just kind of took off. I mean, we weren't even, I feel like we weren't even asking questions anymore. She really was just laying it out there and we were just having a conversation. And when she went on to talk about the P1440, that really, really impressed me and really blew me away. And for our listeners, you should totally check it out because I've been now looking at all of it on her Instagram now that I have a better idea of what it is. And I've been following what the work that she's doing with it. And I mean, to think of that idea and to bring it to life, I'm just so, so impressed by her. I'm glad too, because I think some people forget too. They're like, oh my gosh, the I guess the Summer Olympics, it's right around the corner, right? And for them though, they've been training for this for the past three, four years. I mean, and for them, I'm sure it's a total different mindset. I mean, it comes up, it probably comes so soon for them, you know, because she said she obviously has to do a lot of different things. And when it comes to the training season, um, I, I, I can't even imagine, you know, the everyday grind when it comes to just keep getting your body into that shape. And then, you know, she's taking care of, kids full-time she's a, a wife you know so again she does it all if you haven't followed her on social media definitely go do it and if anything I hope now if you listen to this podcast and you're watching the 2020 Summer Olympics you feel like you're more connected to Carrie because you, you heard this podcast so we look forward to watching her in the Summer Olympics as for this podcast we have done our I guess our first official one under press pass. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it. But that doesn't mean that yeah. all the rankings and everything stop here. We want you to go rate us and give us comments. So where do they go to do that? Please let us know what yeah. you think about all the changes. Let us know what you think about all the changes too. I I love getting people's feedback. Um, So okay, yeah. let's see if I can I do know, this, right? Kayla. <laughs> Without saying beyond basic. If you're listening on iTunes, please click that subscribe button. And then we're still on Twitter and Instagram, the same accounts, just new names yes. at Press Pass Pod. Press Pass Pod. Pod. Press Pass Try and say that five times fast. <laughs> press Pass Pod. <laughs> please give us a follow. We're posting content, announcing new guests. Um, and we'd love to know what you think about the new look. And again, thank you, thank you, thank you to Blue Wire. We are so excited to join the team. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in and listening. And we will 
be on next week. So hopefully you guys will tune in. Have a great one.